welcome to the Undercover Angel Podcast. Thanks for listening. So, more trauma bonding. Episode 34, Undercover Angel Podcast. The last episode was about a girl named Lila. Lila looked like Lisa Loeb. Remember Lisa Loeb? And then the next year, so Lila like basically dumped me and then moved to Boulder and I was still in love with her for another like five years or longer. But um, the, the next year, this, there was this girl named Sunshine. And she was just, she was this like free-spirited hippie girl. I think she was actually maybe a sociopath, but she had like dreadlocks and like, you know, wore the flower dresses and she was really beautiful. And, um, and she basically kind of pursued me one night. She like made the first move on me one night and, um, I was like drinking beers at her house and we ended up on the couch together and then we ended up in her bedroom and, and I fell in love. She made Lila disappear from my memory, <coughs> sort of. And so it's it's just the same it's the same old thing though. I, the fact that I even wonder if this person is a sociopath that that's a red flag in itself. Now I wonder. I didn't know then, obviously. I thought she was the most wonderful girl in all of Fort Collins, and and again, I was just such a sissy and such a little whiny bitch, and and there were so many feelings. I just felt so much when I was with her and we were going to be married. And again, it's like a fantasy. It's like that, that love as a fantasy, an unrealizable fantasy versus a partnership in which two people work together to, you know, make their lives better together or to grow together as individuals. Right. That's, I guess what an ideal relationship would look like. So same thing we dated for like, I want to say like six weeks or something, and then, and then one night she just dropped a bomb. She just broke up with me in the middle of this big party at her house. It's like this big keg party at her house. She just dumped me so hard, and there were all these like asshole hippie guys there. They were like, they were like deadheads and hippies, but they were also kind of gangsters, and they were like alpha males, and I didn't fit in with them at all, and. And I kind of moved on from the previous crowd, like from a, from a couple of years ago. From from the, I've moved to, I've moved on from the, the crowd from the dorms, uh, the previous year. And now I'd found these like hippie, these kind of hippie girls to, to kind of hang out with. And this girl, she just wrecked me. She just destroyed me. And there's also a little chapter on Miranda where I basically cheated on her, but I sensed that the end was coming anyway because she had been giving me the cold shoulder. So that's kind of the beginning of promiscuity. Right? That's the beginning of what's that promiscuity all about? That promiscuity is protection. That's what promiscuity very often protects us. It protects our hearts from getting devastated, abandoned, tortured again. So this girl, she was basically just awful to me. It was trauma bonding. Again, she would beat me up, just like Elizabeth. She would beat me up in front of all these people and like in her front yard. And I was, I, at the time I was, I want to say maybe 115 pounds. I was still very small, very frail, very weak. And, and I thought, we, I don't think weakly now. I don't think like a weak person now. I think like a strong person now. I'm not sure when that happened. But... 
And I am like a strong person now, like physically, but I was not strong then. And that was weird. That was really weird not being strong, being that weak, that girls could basically beat the hell out of you in front of people. Right. So more trauma bonding. And then we would kind of make up. We kind of like got back together a little bit, but then she would just look for a reason to dump me. And, and, and it was just, it's the same cycle. Right. So this is what happens with human beings. They get caught up in these, in these cycles, right? these patterns. And what would happen is someone, a perfectly healthy girl is like interested in, interested in me. I don't even notice like a beautiful, pretty healthy girl that's interested in me that really likes me is I, I don't even see that she's there because I'm obsessed with the one who will destroy me. The one named Sunshine. Now, the year after this, my third year, there was a girl There was a girl named Kim, and that was actually a normal, healthy relationship. We were both kind of drunks, and she kind of ended... She started to get more and more drunk. Um, and then one day, we just broke up. But then I suffered. I suffered over her. I suffered really badly over her. Like, I wanted us to break up. She wanted us to break up. It was kind of mutual. We just broke up one day. And I kind of thought we'd get back together, but we never did. She didn't... She moved on. She basically moved on. And then I realized one day she was gone, and then that's more, like, gone for good. And then that's more of the, the abandonment. So soul abandonment, soul abandonment. And, and after the sunshine debacle, I wanted to kill myself. After the Lisa, uh, the, not Lisa, Lila debacle, I wanted to kill myself. And then after this, this Kim thing, I wanted to uh, kill myself, Liter- literally. became suicidal, and I, this is when I started to get hooked on pills. So... You know, this sort of devastating heartbreak theme that's been a constant in my life. People ask me why. They're like, why are you single? Why are you single? You seem like such a winner. I'm like, yeah, you don't know the half of it. (laughs) You seem like such a catch. You don't know the half of it. In many ways, I am at this point. But are you noticing the baggage? So, um, again, like trauma bonding, abandonment, soul woundedness rooted in family of origin and the fact that I was abandoned emotionally by primary caregivers. This is a recurring theme, right? So um, maybe you hear something for yourself. Maybe you're like, no, I love my husband and we have a great relationship. We have our ups and downs, but I love him and he loves me and he's my person. You know, maybe if you've got one of those great relationships, awesome. That's so cool. Um, Maybe there are some dynamics at play that you're in denial about. Uh, Maybe there is an unhealthy, there are unhealthy patterns that have emerged. Maybe you're in denial about something. I think I said that already, but you get the gist. So thanks again for listening. Um, And then, of course, there's the, the relationship between, well, promiscuity becomes sort of a thing here in not too long, but there's also the, the, the drug use. So the drug use is continuing. Now I'm, now I'm taking pills. Now I've discovered Valium. Now I discovered Vicodin. Now I discovered all these, these, I was never really a pill guy. And then pills start coming around and now I really like pills. Pills make me not feel, pills make me not feel the pain from the girl. 
So the addiction is continuing. There's alcoholism. There's still a little bit of acid here and there at this point. There's mushrooms. There's all kinds of stuff. There were all kinds of pills in Fort Collins back then in the day. There were all kinds of roofies. People would be on roofies, like at the bar, like the literal roofies. They were around. Yeah, it was completely crazy times. Fort Collins was very... It was a crazy place. It was a crazy place back then. This would probably be 94, 95, 96. Thanks for listening. Undercover Angel Podcast. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.